Late at night, in an old Texaco service station, during training sessions that ranged from meditation to cleaning toilets, from deep massage to changing spark plugs, Socrates would sometimes mention people or places I might someday visit for my continuing education. Once he spoke of a woman shaman in Hawaii. Another time, he referred to a book in the desert that might lead to a hidden school for warriors that I might find in the Far East. Naturally, these things intrigued me, but when I asked for details, he would change the subject, so I was never certain whether the woman, the book, or the school actually existed. In 1968, just before he sent me away, Socrates again spoke of the Hawaiian woman. I wrote to her, mentioning you. She wrote back, said you might want to look her up. Well, where do I find her? I asked. She wrote the letter on bank stationery. What bank? I don't recall. Somewhere in Honolulu, I think. Can I see the letter? Don't have it anymore. Does she have a name? She'd had several names. Don't know what she's using right now. Well, what does she look like? Hard to say. Haven't seen her in years. Socrates, help me out here. With a wave of his hand, he said, I've told you, Dan. I'm here to support you, not to make it easy on you. If you can't find her, you're not ready anyway. I took a deep breath and counted to ten. What about those other people in places you mentioned? Socrates glared at me. Do I look like a travel agent? Just follow your nose. Trust your instincts. Find her first. Then one thing will lead to the next. Walking back toward my apartment in the early morning hours, I thought about what Socrates had told me, and what he hadn't. If I was ever in the neighborhood, he had said, I might want to contact a nameless woman, with no address, who might still work at a bank somewhere in Honolulu. Then again, she might not. If I found her, she might have something to teach me, and might direct me to the other people and places he'd spoken of. A part of me wanted to head straight for the airport and catch a plane to Honolulu, but I was about to compete in the National Collegiate Gymnastics Championships, then graduate from college and get married. Hardly the best time to run off to Hawaii, on a wild goose chase. With that decision, I fell asleep for the next five years, in a sense, and before I awakened, I was to discover that in spite of all my training, I remained unprepared for what was to follow as I leapt out of Sock's frying pan and into the fires of daily life.